morning. Can you hear me? Yeah? Yes? Okay. While the word is still reverberating in the air, I wanted to talk about faith today. Kosen talked about devotion yesterday and for me devotion is something that prepares the ground for faith or opens the gates toward it. The chant ends, this is the pure and simple color of true practice of the true mind of faith, of the true body of faith. This is the pure and simple color of true practice. What is this? And just before that, in the chant, Dogen's talking about confession and repentance, which is something we've been doing a lot of so far in this retreat. We had the ceremony last night where we acknowledge our ancient twisted karma and avow it, avow it with our words, with our mouths, with our bodies, with our prostrations. So that's what Reb Anderson calls formal confession. But he also talks about formless confession. He says, formless confession is the meditation process itself. It is not realized by you or by someone else. It is not realized through your own power or someone else's power. It is realized through genuine faith in your true nature. Through faith, You become confession itself, and you transcend the wound of separation between yourself and all beings. When I read that passage, I began to think of the process of Sashin as a journey that opens up, that unfolds this faith, a collective journey that we do together. And Zazen is a practice, a training for us to be, training us to be upright with our minds, our bodies, and our hearts in the midst of all our karmic arisings. Fortunately, it's the second day of Sashin, which at least in my case, 
uh, is the day when my karmic arisings make their most dazzling appearance. <laughs> um, all my hindrances are on, are on display. I usually, sometime during the second day, I wage one last war of resistance against the schedule. <laughs> I, my favorite daydreams get extended one more day. And if I'm lucky, by the end of the second day, they kind of peter out. And I, I run, out of, run out of steam there which is a good thing. So the second day of Sashin is actually a really good opportunity to put this, uh, this practice of formless con confession uh, to actualize it. And we do this in zazen, we do this when we're working in the kitchen, and we do this in orioki. Each moment is an opportunity for us to be close, intimate with what's happening, including all our karmic tendencies. How do we do this? Again, Kosen talked about devotion, which is, which is our way. Uh, in the admonitions that the Eno read yesterday, uh, during, I think, the second period of, of Zazen, I think the admonitions say something like, Give attention to finding the middle way between gentleness and discipline. <laughs> and a few months ago, uh, Kaishin brought up a good point. I'm always referring to Kaishin in my Dharma talks. <laughs> that it could be confusing when we hear that instruction the middle way between gentleness and discipline, as if we're trying to find some quality that's halfway between discipline and gentleness. It's kind of a watered-down discipline or, a ins <laughs> or an insincere gentleness. Um, and I don't think that's what's meant by that instruction. The middle way between gentleness and discipline is fully gentle and fully disciplined. It contains both of those without holding on to either because it has to respond to what's coming up.
So as Kaishin suggested, maybe a better instruction would be something like, um, you know, practice with gentleness and discipline, or practice with a gentle discipline. or maybe a disciplined tenderness. And I think what, what that looks like is going to be different for each person, depending on our own tendencies. Sometimes Maybe the, the discipline is emphasized. Sometimes the tenderness needs to be lifted up. But I'd like to offer that as a koan as we go on this journey through Sashin. What is, what is a gentle discipline look like in this moment? What is a disciplined tenderness? look like. And I think the gentleness and the tenderness are heart qualities. They're uh, it's the grandmotherly mind that Kosen talked about yesterday that that cares for what's arising. And I think these two, these two wings of discipline and tenderness help create a space where we can actually be with what's arising. I'd like to close just with a quick poem, if I can. We are changeable in our moods, for we are what is. We watch with our eyes of us the squirrel person streak across the road. And with our hands of us, we write words in a notebook of our language. These marks as on an airplane wing blazing our words for us to read, though some part of us can't read. Some part of us is unlettered and describes us by living. Some part of us has no leader, no police, and no protocol. We in that part are above us, are the us to which we'll return. We, knowing the clear-edged poem of the object we see as us, we who act. We could never sit at this kitchen table without our terrible and beautiful past and our poems that tell us who we are. We know ourselves inside the extinguishable light, but we know ourselves in another universe. 
we are here by our agency, which we cannot remember. A world like a boat passing by, and, and perhaps another on the dark water. How could we stop being us, even when we leave the jeweled cinema? We are gravely and lightfully blessed, but we bless ourselves. We are our way, but we fight within it and about it. We step on the fragile thread of our way, going about with no other explanation but givenness. This is our gift, but who or what can have given but who or what can have given it to us except for us? So I'd like to encourage all of us to practice gentleness and discipline as we can and to support each other in this journey of faith. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by the Brooklyn Zen Center. Our programs are given free of charge and made possible by the donations we receive. For more information on supporting Brooklyn Zen Center, please visit the giving section of brooklynzen.org.